All right, welcome in. We are in the hundreds episodes of the podcast. We've reached episode 101 now. I don't, there's never been anybody that's played that's uh, worn the number 101. Uh, last episode, I guess we probably we could have could have called it the 100th, the the Wilt Chamberlain episode. Um, we didn't name it last week. I didn't kind of just got into the groove and spaced it out. But you know, if we reach 20,000, we might be we can uh, we can have another Wilt Chamberlain episode. Uh, for those of you wondering why 20,000 with a Wilt Chamberlain episode, the internet is free. I will let you go and check it out and see for yourself yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> that in in some relations yes and uh we've got a world series matchup we've got a, a the week week seven recap in the nfl we are back to doing that after last week's episode we decided to change it up but we're back on schedule a week Week nine or week eight, excuse me, uh, college football recap. And then we also will be uh, previewing the uh, the weeks ahead in the NFL as well. And as always, you know, we're going to wrap up with curveball of the week. Ethan has that. So I bet you it's going to be a fire question. And but before we get into this, I I suppose people are going to wonder what I my thoughts are on the witch hunt, the despicable actions that the NCAA is trying to do to a former veteran who defended our country, fought for our freedom, Connor Stallions, a Marine. Thank you for your service, Connor. And this is disgusting. You know, this is this rule that they are accusing Michigan of doing. It's because of poverty programs like Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan State can't handle Michigan being better than them. Michigan whooping their butt for the last three years. Go cry about it, Ohio State. It doesn't matter. Maybe we did steal signs. Maybe we didn't. You still got to stop it. If we go back, like we're about to get in North Dakota here, we're about to get about a foot of snow. Uh, Go back to November of 2021. Everybody knew Michigan was running the ball. You knew it. Everybody in the stadium knew it. Everybody watching it on TV knew it. And you couldn't stop it. You still got to make the plays. This is still an ongoing investigation. We'll see what happens. But let's go with our start with our week eight or week seven in the NFL, our surprise teams. Whoa. And, you know, as always, the draft is back. So picking one is, oh, would you look at that? Me. And then. Dylan, you're a little spicy. You might need to bring it down. <laughs> well, I'm just having fun. Just having fun here. Okay, okay. And number two is the the Vikings coming off a win. And um, you know, as you guys can see, it usually does happen, but Grant will be picking three, but it, it usually does Oh um yeah, it's probably I never win. Well, you're picking two, so it's still not good enough. Have it's you have winning. you ever picked one yet? No. Oh wow! All, all I've I done is pick one. I'm no sad. kidding. I'm that's sad. all I. It seems like that's all I do. Okay, well, Nothing. it's a good thing we're not keeping standings of this because rub it in. Yep. Well, you know who is not, um, who who is also not number one this week in the Floyd of Rosedale Trophy. Yeah, Grant, and uh, that's why they are separate. They actually planned on doing the podcast together, and it would have been great because they. 
also uh, could have had come up with the uh, similar handshake that Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes have. But since there's been such a point of contention between these two, they decided it was best, not really for the podcast, but for those two's mental Grant's mental health, because he doesn't he not only has to watch Iowa play offense every week, he also has to listen to Ethan rub it in for the next at least year that Floyd is back in Minnesota. So, but we'll pre, we'll get to our college recap um, in a little bit here. But so surprise team of the week here. And you know what? There, there were, this is one of the weeks when I was making my, my notes for this boys. Cause I always pick about three because you never know who, who we're all going to pick. But this week, I when I was looking at like you know the surprise, disappointing, told you so teams, this was a fairly easy, e- some easy picks here. So I'm gonna go with our most recent game that was played. I'm gonna go to the state to the east, who I'm never thought I'd say this, but I'm a little bit jealous because they aren't getting a foot of snow in uh, in an, about 12 hours. Um, I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Vikings. I think they have found a running back in Cam Akers. I hope they, um, you know, they slowly worked him in the last couple of weeks. And this week when he ran the ball, he ran hard. He looked pre-torn pre, uh, Achilles, Cam Akers. I, much, he's more effective running back than Madison. Still looking for that first rushing touchdown of the year. Uh, they did a great job of containing Nick Bosa. And, you know, they if you guys watched the Manning cast, there was a big highlight of him being on the sideline and, talking about certain plays that they would run with him out and um but it didn't even make a difference i they did a great job of keeping him at in check giving kirk cousins time and i think we need to put to bed that kirk isn't a primetime player kirk cousins was 35 of 45 378 two touchdowns and, and made the plays that he had to after that First hey, interception wait, wait, without Justin Jefferson. Let's add that. And without Justin Jefferson, he made Brandon Powell look to... like an NFL receiver. Yep. And then the defense came around. They made two fourth quarter interceptions. And you know, right right now, it looked like the Vikings were dead, but they have come back to life. They are three and four with really the teeth of their schedule behind them, and they could look to go on a run here. Ethan and I picked the Vikings to to win the, the NFC North, and right now we're feeling not ready to just go, go that far and say they're going to surpass the Lions because although the Lions had a setback last this week, they, uh, you know, they still are 5-2, and two, best start they've had in years. But the Vikings are not going to go away quietly. Here's a stat for you guys on Jordan Addison. Like, I don't think people are talking about him enough. He was an absolute dude on Monday night, but he's been like that all year. Uh, He has as many career games with 120 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns as Michael Thomas, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, and T. Higgins. He has played seven games, guys. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That is wild absolutely freaking nuts like how good he is like and this is with him being the one mm-hmm. like this isn't even uh-huh. jj getting more of the coverage like think how good he's going to be when jj comes back 
Well, now, now the now since we are podcasters, we have to ask stupid questions like this: Are the is, are the Vikings better without Justin Jefferson? I don't answer stupid questions. I don't care if I'm on a podcast. (laughs) Stop trying to make cool videos for the internet, Dylan. That just made you sound super unintelligent, and you're already not that smart. So don't do more things to help out this case. Okay, fair enough. You already live in Western wherever. It's it's fine. Like We all know you're an idiot. You wanted to say Montana, Ethan, and Dylan's going to say, no, I live in North Dakota. And to yep. that, I respond with this. You live closer to the Montana border than the North Dakota capital. So by the rules of the Internet, you live in Montana. Yep. That's how that works, huh? <laughs> you by Montana. the rules of the Internet. And, or, or the rules of Grant. There are no rules of Grant. Um, I, um, I, yeah, that's true. There are, no, there are no rules. There's one rule. There's no rule. Um. <laughs> put a shirt on there's one rule um there, there's no rules to grant i just come up with silly statements like that that kind of makes sense and also don't also to quote fellow podcasters the uh, kelsey brothers you are you are wrong that they're about this being a dumb question there are no dumb no there's no such thing as a dumb question just dumb people well i don't th- I want to know that that was a dumb question you had or just uh like you said, a dumb statement, but you were really dumb there as a dumb person asking that. So once again, the Krause brothers strike again. <laughs> Correct. So, Ethan, who uh, who do you have as your uh, surprise team? I have the Colts, believe it or not. Yes, they didn't win. Uh, also, the NFL admitted they screwed up twice in the final couple minutes. So, I mean, <sighs> that was rough. definitely make an argument. They probably should have won, considering they lost by one. But uh, the Browns came in. Absolutely made Brock Purdy look like he's never played football before last week. Shut down that entire offense. And all of a sudden, Garden, Gardner Minshew comes in and puts up 38 freaking points on these guys. Like I'm pulling up his stats right now. He was unbelievable. He had a couple turnovers, but 15 to 23 for 305. Like That's crazy. That is some insane change on every freaking throw. That is crazy. Has. They ran for almost 200 yards. Like, they actually were explosive, and that's an understatement. Um, Stucks, their defense didn't came, come to play, but they probably should have won that game. They should have, but they covered. So, it's and true. it cost me. Uh, it cost me some some money. So, hey, remember this. They, uh, remember, remember this, boys. Good teams win, but great teams, great teams cover. cover. Yeah. yeah. God, how many how many yards is that per throw or per completion? Three or five by fifteen. Dude, I'm just curious. Do, do the completion one first, because uh, twenty. 20 yards a catch. Holy shit. <laughs> 305 divide. Yeah, 20. 20. Woo! You do that. It's over 20 yards. <laughs> that's that's like some video game stats there. That's, that's like, oh, yeah. That dude That dude is playing Madden right there. So they have something three like that. receivers. Though. Okay, so they're three receivers. Like, so Michael Pittman had 75-yard touchdown. Josh okay. Downs had a 59. Alec Pierce had a 32-yard catch. And Jonathan Taylor had a 20-yard catch. Whew. That is explosive. They didn't have a and then Jonathan Taylor twenty four yard run, Zach Moss twenty one yard run, like just explosive play after explosive play. And Shane Steichen calling plays like he's in Philadelphia again, yeah. with a back there on the sideline. Minshew, yeah. Minshew Mania, the Fu Manchu, living out of a van, yeah, breaking his hand to get another year of eligibility. That guy is the hero Man, America needs win? right now. The, the, the stats are just wild. How de- vastly but different they the- are. Not the hero we deserve. No, but the hero we need at the moment. 
I mean, the Colts yep. have four fifty yards, and the Browns had three fifteen. Well, and, and Deshaun Watson decided that, hey, I don't want to play, even though I've been medically cleared. Yeah, my shoulder's fine, my head, I hit the pavement, but I was cleared. I don't want to play. But or you know, it's yeah, probably, well, the difference is probably that Miles Garrett. Yeah, well, they have four turnovers. Is the yeah, thing. Well, did he have a strip sack that led to a touchdown, right? Yep. And yep. then, the, <clears throat> and then that blocked field goal. Shoot, there's ten points right there, just off of the defensive player of the year at the moment. Yeah. Did you, uh, Ethan? Did you see Brady Quinn's Twitter back and forth with uh, his Deshaun's quarterback coach? Oh my oh, god! No, it I was, did not. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> I gotta read this one too. So on. Uh, his on his radio show Brady does in the morning two pros and a cup of Joe with Jonas Knox and Lavar Arrington, which mm-hmm. is a really good show. Um, he uh they were talking about how it's Brady Quinn compared it to that kid that was handed two hundred a two hundred thirty million dollar inheritance and didn't want to work hard. The trust fund baby. Yep, and <laughs> I'm trying to find it here. Maybe it's under his replies. Great radio right now. But where is this? Um, no. No. Is it as good okay. as mine and uh, B- Ballsby's uh, Twitter interaction? Ethan is uh, also blocked by the Big 12 commissioner, so give it up for Ethan here. The Big Twelve, the Big Twelve Commissioner. How the hell did that happen? I did. I told you that. Oh, the son. Oh, okay. It's his son. I knew you were blocked by him, but I was like, the commissioner. What kind of levels did you go to? I just know the son. Oh, no, that makes sense. That guy's just a giant pussy. Yeah. So here's what Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn said, "As everyone with a medical opinion has cleared Deshaun Watson, the situation is almost similar to a kid getting." $230 $230 million trust fund. You ask them to get a job and they have no incentive to do it. And then Quincy Avery responds, Brady, I'm a be real. You don't know what the blank you are talking about and sit behind a microphone gossiping like a little high school chick. Brady, come talk anytime you want in person. Open invite. And then Quincy says, I just seen you Saturday. I don't have anything I want to talk to you about. I'm telling you. You were talking about things you don't know. Talking on another man who doesn't know you is weak. Well, well, I didn't see you. Point being, <laughs> Brady responds, how about we massage this conversation and get it to a happy ending? Does that sound satisfactory? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that, that's why That's why we love the internet. Brady Quinn can't so, talk. He was even worse than him in a freaking Browns uniform. Oh, it's this, this is the greatest thing Brady Quinn's done for the Cleveland Browns in his whole life. Uh, this is true, it's, but it's hilarious. It's terrible. It is. But anyways, Grant, who uh, who is your surprise team of the week? So my surprise team, uh, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots here, fellas. I left you that one. Good I was going to pick him, but I'm like, I doubt he had the Colts on his. No, I, sh- I sure didn't. And I'm not going to lie. When I was given the third pick here, I was like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Um, because <laughs> unlike Dylan, I only had one team. So even if you had the Pats, I would have furthered, I would have furthered that conversation. <laughs> um, but no, on Sunday, I mean, you know, Mac Jones looked like an NFL quarterback. I mean, 25 of 30, 272 yards with two touchdowns guys. And more importantly, zero turnovers. You know, that's been, that's been his problem this year. He likes to throw touchdowns to the other team more than uh more than the Patriots team and then also 
you know, a quarterback rating of 126.7 and a QBR of 78.5, that's going to win you a lot of games in this league. But I think the most impressive part was they kept their composure when they blew their fourth quarter lead. At one point, they were up 22 to 10. Buffalo gets two touchdowns within the last six minutes of that game, and they take a lead, you know, with under two minutes left to go. And Mac Jones brings him right down the field, finds Gasecki in the back of the end zone, and the Patriots get a big win, you know, a win that they needed. Because um, if they didn't, you know, it's still times are still tough up there in Foxborough, but it would have been pitchfork nation and let's let's burn the whole thing down. But do you do you think them announcing Belichick got that lucrative extension had anything to do with this? Because before no one knew they're like, is he going to retire? Is he not? Well, now we know he's not. Do you think that had anything to do with it? I think I think it did have something to do with it. And also, you know, he gets his 300th career regular season win. Um, after this, you know, it's kind of a lost year. It's like, hey, no, we're going to bring Bill back. He gets this nice big extension where he's pretty much saying, I'm going to coach to take John Don Shula's record. Yeah, there's there's nothing that people can say bad about me. I'm going to have the most regular season wins, the most Super Bowls, everything like that. So I think it did have something to do with that, too. But also the last part for this New England passing game, I saw guys, nine players caught a ball on Sunday. Hmm. That's been a problem for them all year is creating explosive plays. So Kendrick Bourne had a good game. Kendrick Bourne, you know, he did have a good game. And then just to share the rock like that, get um, get some confidence going against a tough Miami team. They got to play up this upcoming Sunday. You know, the Patriots needed that, and after what we've seen from this offense this year and how I bashed them two weeks ago, I didn't see this coming. So it's fitting to me that they're the surprise team of the week. Well, and I thought they did a good job of they actually had they had a semblance of a running game because that's that's really where they've – that's been max struggles in the offensive struggles. They've struggled to run the ball downhill. They've They moved a couple of pieces on that offensive line that seemed to have worked. They did a good job of focusing on max strengths where they put him under center more. They threw the ball in the middle of the field and um, to shift kind of gears here to Buffalo is those, those injuries that they have on that defensive side. It's not going, it's going to be a recurring problem is, is right when we thought they were going to, and then the injury bug hits them. I, they just can't have nice things in Buffalo. Well, and then also on Sunday guys, Mac Jones was only sacked one time and it was only for a four yard loss. So a unit that we, we said coming into the year needed to improve. You bring Vaughn back and they only get Mac Jones down to the ground one time. You're not going to win a lot of games in that division this year. If you're only doing that. Um, And yeah, like you said, Dylan, you know, the Patriots, sure. They only averaged four yards uh, carry on Sunday, but they were still able to run the ball 24 times. And, you know, keep, have somewhat of a complimentary offense going for him. So I didn't see this performance coming. I thought the Bills were going to beat him, and I thought they'd beat him by 10-plus. Yeah, well, I think they were favored by like 8.5 or 9.5 going into it the game. It started at 8.5 on Tuesday. I don't know if it went I, up or I down think, or where I think, it was. I want to say it might have gotten up to 9.5 when it kicked. Mm-hmm. I think but that it, sounds right. But I know to start the week it was 8.5. Yeah, but – who do you uh, who do you have for your uh, your disappointing team? My, you guys mentioned this this team who's leading the NFC North. I'm saying the Detroit Lions. Um, you know this Sunday, guys, they had an opportunity to get a win, where I think us and everyone else in the media and league wide could say, no, this is their first legit win, because 
people are going to have that week one win with an asterisk. No Travis Kelsey, no Chris Jones for the Chiefs. That offense only puts up 14 points. And their other wins, sure, it's the NFL. They're professionals, but Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, Packers. You know, now is the time. You're on the road. You're playing a good team in Baltimore. You know, hey, show up and show out. And, and let's go and dominate the game. And they, they got dominated. And I will say this. Anytime this year Detroit has to throw the ball 53 times, they're losing that football game. Yes. Uh, I get David Montgomery was out, but you spend a first-round pick on Jameer Gibbs, you still got to give that running game a chance uh, to get going. And as I see this other player in Philadelphia keep playing, I keep telling myself the Detroit Lions could have taken Jalen Carter. They could have had Jalen Carter and Aiden Hutchinson, but Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell want to do their own thing. They took a running back in the first round that surprised a lot of people. And he had 11, 11 touches or 12 touches, I think, on Sunday. And their defense looked like the defense from last year. Only one quarterback hit all day on Lamar Jackson. He, he had time to bake a cake back there. <laughs> and only two tackles for loss. Um, that's, just, that's just not going to do it. And then another thing I found interesting, and this is what I was most disappointed was, is Dan Campbell, I think, told Aaron, I think it was Aaron Andrews. I'm not so much disappointed with the energy of my team. It's just the execution and how we're going. We're not making the right plays. So you admitted on TV, your coach, your coaching staff didn't do a good job getting these players ready for this game. I, you yeah. want to win in Detroit? Don't come out and say, oh, I like our energy, but, you know, hey, we're just not making the right plays. That, that's on you, Dan. Um, so just all in all, these lines looked like the old lines and I was upset with them on Sunday. Uh, I'm staying with a game that's in the NFC North, but uh, I'm going with the Raiders versus the bears. Um, the bears suck. They have a, uh, division two QB a year ago playing right now. He has their starting quarterback. Uh, and the Raiders literally put up less than 250 yards total offense. Uh, Brian Hoyer got outplayed by this D2 guy, got benched in the second half, and it was like 30 to 6. Um, if you're the Raiders defense, you let them run for almost 200 yards. Like, what an absolutely abysmal performance. It wasn't bad weather. It wasn't – it was 60 degrees out in Chicago, so you can't blame it on that. But just an absolutely pathetic uh, showing by the Ra uh, Raiders right after actually looking decent versus the Packers the, the week before. Well, and, and you know what's funny? That that Division two quarterback, Ethan, what was his backup plan if he couldn't play football? Oh, I was just going to do CrossFit and try to get ripped as possible. Oh, yeah. I'm like, You what? let a douchebag do that to you? Yeah. You know like, his dad? His dad is like a world champion arm wrestler, too. I, 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 why do I want to punch this guy in the face? And why I mean, do I I'll think he, he has... looks like a badass? He really does. Well, he, he, he kind of does, but he also looks like a giant douche who drinks monster energy. And Mr. Energy, she's an energy drink, <laughs> and just does God knows what with God knows who. Um, he, who am I kidding? He probably has four loco in his basement. He's drinking That's the legal. original four loco, <laughs> and his in original. Oh man, the original four loco that brother had his hat on sideways. Um, looked like Ti after his in-game interview. I mean, Josh McDonald's, what three Super Bowls as a coordinator, and you let that guy beat you. Time out on the four locos. I saw a guy shotgun one of those once and then drive in his car. You should have called the police. Yeah, immediately. He's police. He's now a sheriff. <laughs> what was that? He is, he's now a sheriff. 
Oh, there's so much misconduct going on in that police department. It's disgusting. <laughs> We need we yep. need to we need to check that evidence room. Stuff's been tampered with. Yeah. <laughs> he actually runs the canine unit. Oh. oh, someone someone's getting bit by a dog that shouldn't be getting yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the Illinois Rockford area. He's gonna be on there. I tell you. Oh, <laughs> son of a god. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Positive news. But, he was on a thirteen to two run. Let's go. Yeah, and uh, Orlando just beat the Rockets one sixteen to eighty six. So the road to eighty two is still in play. Have you watched Orlando play? Have you watched Orlando play the last couple of years? Pablo Lopez win. Dylan, I I have watched zero Orlando because they're not on national TV. Hey, same. I think I watched one versus T Wolves, and they beat the living hell out of them. Who the 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 Magic? Orlando beat beat the. Last year, I feel like they beat the living hell out of them. Okay. I think you're right, yeah. Let's see here. Paulo was – well, he only Texas, shot the ball six Texas times. Complaining about a call on him. What a surprise. Uh, Never a surprise. Cole Anthony led the way with 20 off the bench. Didn't Ron he Wagner had 17. He did. He did, but uh, – Back to uh, back to the NFL. My disappointing team is the team that Grant's team was playing, and it was the Chargers. And I, I might might have picked this because I may have had the Chargers covering the five and a half. You are so stupid. And well, was I though? Because it seems like every time these two play, it always comes down to a field goal game. It always was close. We've criticized Brandon Staley plenty of times here on this podcast, and rightfully so. Uh, but, you know, and we've said he's an incompetent head coach, but I didn't expect his incompetence to reach the level like, nah, we don't need to cover Travis Kelsey. And, no and then the off, off, no, no, nobody does. Nobody covers him. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with Taylor Swift in the building, you know he's going to want to have a big game to show off. Wait for it. You could say they're giant blank space in that Chargers defense on Sunday. Yes. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is good. (laughs) You walked me right. They just. I. You're welcome. And the the offense, they just could not finish drives. You know what we've criticized Kellen Moore for? He doesn't adjust at all. They. Let Pat Mahomes throw for 300 yards in the first half, throw for 400, and if they chose to throw the ball a lot more, they Pat probably could have broken the passing yards record for a for a single game. Not gonna lie, I almost picked the Cowboys as my disappointing team just to piss you off. That wouldn't <laughs> piss me off. They, uh, I mean, I was disappointed they didn't play because they couldn't win, but. It is frustrating you know, seeing these teams suck that the Vikings lost to this year. Bucks, Chargers. Like how all easy games they should have won. He like well, five and two right now. Well, you know, they on Monday night the Vikings made the three to four plays that the other teams were making in those games. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like the the Jordan Addison the play right before the half. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw it in the the first like the third the first play, play of the first game. First drive of the game. And then. They make that play, but they they weren't making those plays and those losses. They did, and it turned they turned it around. Turn the turn the script, and we'll stay with me here. We'll go to the uh, the told you so team of the week, and I think this counts as a told you so. 
maybe not, but it was my idea to to when we did the uh, when we did the layout of the show, we we're gonna have a told you so team. So I think so. I'm gonna go with it anyways. So my told you so team is the Eagles. Now let me explain. Is I texted you guys right before the game kicked off that those Kelly green jerseys were, oof, they were. I don't say many nice things about Philadelphia in general, but those Kelly green jerseys, you can't, you can't dispute it. It's like, you, you don't, you can't talk crap about greatness and I'm not skip Bayless. So I'm, I'm going to give the thank Eagles their thank, flowers. Thank Let's... good. Thank goodness. <laughs> they were, they were incredible. And I said, they were going to win by at least two scores and they should have won by more because that game really wasn't even that close. It was, they had, they got a short drive off a turnover. They had, the Dolphins had one drive the whole game, uh, down three, three offensive linemen. They just could not protect Tua. They could not get a run game going at all. And when you only have to get nine yards and three downs, and you have that tush push in your back pocket, you're, you're going to be able to extend a lot of drives, take the air out of the ball. And especially a team like the Dolphins who are very high flying and they live and die by the by the big play, it's going to be um, you take the air out of the ball and you're able to take two or three minutes off the clock every uh, every every four plays. It, it, it demoralizes the team. That's exactly what the Eagles did. I'm going to go out west in this whole organization. We're not just doing a team. We're doing the whole freaking thing. But the Arizona Cardinals, uh, their owner seems like a giant piece of shit. Uh, a bunch of accusations now coming out against him. Uh, their GM had to quit due to health reasons. Um, who knows if that's actually true or else he just left because this guy's a dick. Um, and then the team just sucks. Like, they're just terrible. There's nothing good about them. Uh, Kyler Murray's not going to save them. What an absolutely terrible first overall pick. Cliff Kingsbury's a terrible coach. He's had how many years now to try and turn it over? Oh, they got rid of him. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Gannon. Guy. It's the guy. Why, Gannon. It's still the same thing. Like, why would you take that job? The whole organization just stinks. Ryan Flores turned that job down. Yeah. Like, they just absolutely pew, 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 pew. Shots. Well, explosives. John and Jonathan Gannon had to take that job because he wasn't going to be allowed back in Philadelphia after, yeah. after the second half of that Super Bowl where his defense couldn't stop anybody. So he figured, well, I'm already in Arizona. Might as well take the shitty head coaching job. Yeah. Get paid. Get four years living in Arizona, and then you get fired. I mean, it, it, it could, it's not a bad place to retire. They, yeah, I think they have theirs in Houston's pick. Oh, that's yeah. right. The Bears have yeah. Carolina. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. They have two. I think they have two. So they're definitely going to go QB at some point. Well, they're probably going to have a top three pick, and then Houston, who knows? They might mess around and have a mid-first rounder. But At this point, yeah. They actually Arizona, good. they need all the picks they can get, so they'll take two first-rounders no matter where they're going to Two top three picks, probably. <laughs> Bastards. So my turn, correct? I think it so. is your turn. It is my turn. Well, my I, I told you so team. Uh, you know, boys, it's a team on the sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, came in Sunday and just put a shellacking down on the Chargers and really took control of the AFC West. They're at six and one. The Raiders are at three and four. Um, and they just kind of, you know, what they did to the Chargers afterwards, the Chargers are just like, it's, they're demoralized and it's the same old beating they're 
they're used to taking these last couple years where they just can't beat this team. And, um, you know, the big thing that for it started with me is, is how good and how underappreciated the Chiefs defense is. And the second half, zero points allowed. You know, on the game, they had five sacks, uh, two turnovers. Um, like you said, we're, they're constantly getting in Justin Herbert's face. Their free agent, Charles Wanu, uh, from San Francisco is his first game after that six-game suspension. He had a sack. He had a tip pass that led to a Legere Sneed interception. The offense, um, and then just uh, five of those sacks, two of them came back from the linebacking core. Willie Gay got to Turbert again. Drew Tranquil, uh, who the Chargers somehow let out of that building to sign an older, slower Eric Kendricks. Um, so that just shows the incompetence of the Chargers organization. And the Chiefs are like, we'll take you. Uh, but, you know, hey, it's a good thing they got him now with Nick Bolton dislocating his wrist and out until at least Christmas or a little a little after that. And then they just uh, – they held Herbert to only 17 of 30 on the day, 56% of his passes. Normally, Justin's up closer to high 60%, 70% completion percentage. So his defense is playing great. And the offense, they finally um, – they were able to spread the love. Ten people had catches on Sunday, four people – uh, four different players scored. Travis went off, you know, again, but Rasheed Rice is having a hell of a start to his career. MVS found the end zone. Um, Sky Moore with a couple catches again. Uh, I said M- MVS. Pacheco got in the end, end zone. You know, they just, they, they came out. They did what they were supposed to do. And you bring back McCall Hardman this week, and he has a huge 50-yard punt return. That sets up Pacheco's touchdown to get them up by two touchdowns. And it was nice to see the two new tackles had a damn good day against Bosa and Khalil Mack. Only one sack on the day on Mahomes. You're able to keep him upright, and he's going to tear you apart. And he had two big rushes on third downs that got first downs on you know third and sevens plus when the Chargers lost contain. And they're just doing what they're doing. And they got Denver again this week, and who knows? They might be able to put the AFC West on ice like we all said they would. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think we did say it. They'd have it wrapped up before Thanksgiving and well, <laughs> it uh, might be, uh, might be before Halloween. So we got that. We, uh, that, that concludes everybody. We've all done our, we've done our, our told you so teams, yep. right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're good there. So before we get, Oh no, never mind. We, we're not quite What's there yet. Ball? We will. Yeah. Yep. We have uh, before we get to the World Series preview, we're going to recap college football week eight, our team of the week. And Grant, you uh, had had it last. So in snake draft style, who is your college football team of the week? So I'm going kind of off the grid here. This team, they're not ranked. They had one win coming into Saturday and they haven't had a lot going for them in the last calendar year. Um, The Virginia Cavaliers. You sandbagging son of a bitch. I knew someone else was going to have it. I knew it would have been Ethan. <laughs> the so the I got... only team, the only non-ranked team to beat a ranked team. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot, oh, forgot boy. about that. That's really um, the only reason I would have picked them was to say that. No, that's all right. Um, I'm, that team's not even worth talking. I'm not even going to mention, not even going to mention them by first name. Uh, so we're, we're done with them. They don't deserve the lashing that they deserve, but with Virginia, their first, you know, power five win 
you know, since last year and their first, you know, ACC win since their three players were tragically killed last November. And to go into Chapel Hill and get a win against a top 10 team, um, it's it's something I think that it's a program win that Tony Elliott needed. And you just look at Virginia's offense on Saturday. They were complimentary all night, 208 yards in the air, but more impressive, 228 yards rushing on the night against, you know, so far early in this year, a Carolina front seven that looked pretty good. Um, as we've lost, as we've lost Dylan, so it's just Ethan and I. Hello. And Dylan's Dylan's back. He has that concerned look on his face that his Wi-Fi goes. went out. Um, Could you? Uh, but, were you able to hear Grant at all? Yes. You were? Yeah. Well, what the heck? I he just like I couldn't hear him at all. Well, we, we lost him. Yeah. Yeah, Virginia, you know, you get a top Is 10 he? win. Cause can you hear him now? Mm-hmm. Hello? Oh, because he's, like, frozen right now. Oh, I oh, got him. Well, that's not good. I cannot hear him. Grant, oh, just keep talking. It's fine. We don't – It's Dylan doesn't need to hear you. No, no, yeah, we don't Can we Grant don't hear him. me? He's just talking hear... all about the Cowboys. It's fine. Just roasting him. I can hear you, dog. I'm sure he is. And then the, the Virginia defense, two sacks and an interception of Drake May. Um. You know, something something the Cavaliers needed, and they pulled off a big upset. So props yeah. to Virginia for last Fif- week's win. 15 minutes more of uh, time of possession. That's really how you beat North Carolina. They're going to be explosive. Mm-hmm. you got to keep Drake May off the field. Keep him, keep him off the field. Uh, it's my turn. Um, I'm going with one of my college football playoff teams. I'm going with Florida State. There you go. Oh, yeah, he's back. Look at this. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay, Dylan, Grant. I'm going with Florida State for my uh, with... team of the week. Oh, okay. Um, held Duke to 76 passing yards. Uh, not too shabby. Not bad. Um, good, uh, good balance offensively, 270 in the air, 150 on the ground, forced a turnover. Only negative thing is uh, Duke ran for almost 200 rushing yards. Uh, so that's going to be something they're going to have to fix here soon before they start playing the – Clemson, or I guess they beat Clemson already. They beat Clemson but when they already. Get to, if they get to the playoff, like that's going to be where maybe they face a Michigan, a Georgia, that's going to literally smash them in the mouth. But uh, they did outscore uh, Duke twenty-one nothing in the second half, so really kind of took over in the fourth quarter when they were still on three, I believe, going into the fourth. Yeah, it was twenty to seventeen. Yeah, I believe yep. so, yep. something like that. I didn't get to watch mm-hmm. much of much of that game at all, but um, yeah, and and well. Might have been saved a little bit by Riley Leonard going out. He was playing really well, and then he got hurt, and it kind of, kind of fell off. But, um, that uh goes to uh, my team of the week here, and I'm gonna go. You know, my NFL surprise team of the week was the Minnesota Vikings. I'm gonna stay in the state of Minnesota, and my team of the week is going to be the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They were Please, down. That was just an awful game. They don't deserve this. That they it. You know what? It's, as, as Grant always says, this isn't gymnastics. This isn't style points. This is football, and all you got to mm. do is score more than the other team. They Dylan, found a way to score. They got turnovers, and um, I'm not when they had to. Uh, and this is their first win in Iowa City since 1999. Now, with that win. Minnesota closes the year with Wisconsin. Do you know, Ethan, the last time Minnesota beat Wisconsin and Iowa in the same year? Uh, I believe, well, 
I think that was 1993. I believe it was 1967 when we had the jug, uh, the pig, and uh, the axe, if I remember correctly. Okay, I don't know about the I don't know about the uh, the jug with the jug, but I because I just I was just looking at the uh, the when they had Floyd and the axe, and that was 1990. 1990. So 90, close. Damn. Yep. Yep. They beat. Wisconsin 21-2-3 and then they beat Iowa to end the year 31-24. Do you know who the head coach was? In 1990. Um I honestly have no idea. No. It was John Gudekunst. Yep, that was not the, uh, his, his father was Brian, the uh current GM of the Green Bay Packers. His cousin? No, his son. Oh, his son. Yep. Or well, for so yeah. Brian's Brian is John's son. Yes. The, yes. the Packers GM. Interesting. GM's yep. daddy. Yep. Okay. Interesting. No, uh-huh. that is a so that is that is what we call folks a fun fact with, Friday uh, recorded um, on a Wednesday coming at you on a since Thursday. We uh we did that and we're waiting for Grant to uh to rejoin. What let's what you, uh let's what go- are you talking what are you talking about? It's <laughs> right here, Dylan. What are you talking about? I it's only showing me and you, like I don't even see a picture of him. <laughs> just totally right there. I don't. I don't know what to say. I mean, I can really? see you. I can Send see me a Ethan. picture of what your screen looks talking like right now. He's just so confused. What? <laughs> oh, this is incredible. Oh, now. Oh, I lost there he him. is. Now I lost him. Son of a bitch! I can hear him. <laughs> now I can hear him. Now he's back. We, he's, just, are... he's just a little square G. Oh, now he's he's fuzzy, but he's back. Oh. Please tell me you got that. I did. Yes. That's pretty good. Dylan's just, hmm. Huh? We're waiting for Grant to return. Well, I think I'm right better here. Dylan's hand was like on his chin, just, hmm. Contemplating life? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Grant and I both look uh, both look confused. Yeah, I, I, I've been confused for the last five minutes because, like I said, I can see both of you. I can hear me. I can see. So you never, you never left screen. the, uh, you never left like the. Uh, Dude, you never left here, at all. I've been here the whole time. No, he's really been. Oh, what the, the heck? Time. Ethan has. Ethan yeah, tried no. to tell you that. He, you just didn't listen. Well, I did, but I also know he's tried to mess with me too. So it's like I don't know what to believe. Oh no, I'm, I've, I've been here the whole time. Um, oh, so you heard me talking about the. Uh, were you able to hear me the whole time too? Well, yeah, and I was gonna say, you know, your Kirk Ferentz line. Hey, there's no style. This isn't gymnastics. There's no style points in football. That's fair for an ugly win, but from what I saw that game on Saturday from both of those teams, that's worse than that. So, like, that that, that looked like I was watching eight-man Nebraska high school football on Saturday. That's how incompetent <laughs> both of those teams were. Well, they were just terrible. And I understand one team has to win, and the better team won. But I will say I'm glad the, we came out and threw the ball in the second half. I will say that um, we weren't going to win by just running it. Like you got at some point trust Ethan a little bit. And I, I will say this: you know what's nice? Those assholes um, don't play this weekend. Continuing to not say their name because they don't deserve it because they suck. Um, they don't. I don't think they play this weekend. I think next weekend their game is on Peacock. Well, I don't get Peacock. So I can't watch that game. Oh darn! I'll give you my login info. You can have it. So you not going to use it. I don't. I, would, use it to, I, I wouldn't want you to miss there's that. There's always a free trial. Uh, nope. Yeah. Not even going to waste my time because they suck. 
<laughs> I don't want to watch eight men Nebraska high school football. That's what that's what that's, those idiots put out there. That's how bad gr- Iowa's gotten. His Grant doesn't even want to. This is like no. You, you act like they murdered somebody. This is like Ron Goldman's dad re- not refusing to acknowledge that. Oh, what call refusing to call OJ by his name, just calling him the killer. That's well, what, that. That's the. They've taken this. <laughs> This team. They've killed that, your joy is what they're saying? Four, yes, Dylan. I, I kid you not. They've taken the fun out of watching college football because I know how incompetent they are. And I told this to Ethan, and me and Alec actually had this conversation last week. It's one, either time to, time to find a new team, or two, I'm going fanless for college football, and I'm just going to watch to watch. Because what they're putting out there is unwatchable. My dad's not going to watch them the rest of the year. They suck. They're awful. It's not fun. I'd much rather watch paint dry because when I'm watching paint dry, I don't have to be disappointed in watching one team try to play offense. And watching them play offense is like watching paint dry. They suck. I'm over them. They're done. You hate, are you hating on Bob Ross right now? I'm not hating on Bob Ross. I'm hating on that four-letter state that doesn't deserve me to say their name. And also – Oh, he doesn't even want to say the team's name. I know. Not, I much less to, the coach's – I haven't said the team's name this whole time, Dylan. I don't know if you caught on to that. I have not said that four-letter team's name for the, for a long time. Actually, this whole um, this whole episode here. But um, I I know you can't compare pro teams to college teams. It's not fair. But with when you watch how Kansas City execute execute how creative they are on offense and defense, and how detailed they are, and how they're in every single game, and you can trust them. To go from watching that on a Sunday to these, this four-letter state on Saturday, it's 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 a total like you're in a different world. And again, it's pro to college, but that that team doesn't even look like they practice. They don't look like they have competent coaches. I I don't know if they believe in a weight room. I see a bunch of o- overweight offensive linemen who are getting tossed and don't look like they can bench three fifteen. Congratulations. You can throw a bale of hay 20 feet in the air at the Iowa State Fair. You can't block that three technique in front of you from the Gophers who absolutely destroyed you. Grant, why got... are you getting upset? You're not even a fan. Yeah, Grant. Why am I getting upset? It's because when, because it looks like this. That's why. <laughs> you're getting paid millions of dollars as a coach, and that's the performance you're putting out on the field. As you can tell, it's building up, and it's exploded out, but they suck. And they don't deserve to be talked about. Guys, I got right, another then. Friday fun fact set on a third or on a Wednesday going out on a Thursday. Guess the last time year wise that the T Wolves beat the Raptors at or in Toronto, I believe. Can I say nineteen ninety eight? Sure, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna say nineteen ninety eight. Okay. I'll go nineteen ninety nine. Two thousand four. Okay. Wow. Almost 20 years, and it's not going to happen tonight. So, (laughs) way to build that up, Ethan. I for sure thought that was going to change. No, no, no. Just just, they obviously weren't as good as the Vikings or Gophers this week. They didn't want to keep it rolling. So, Cat with Cat sucked on a big stage, first game of the year. So, it's not surprising. No. And let's go to our uh, brief. Break from football. Let's go to the. Uh, let's go to 
our World Series preview. That is set to start on Friday down in Texas in Arlington. Uh, Rangers, Diamondbacks, both teams down 3-2 going on the road. Had to win two games. They both did. And just as everybody predicted at the start of the season, we have a Rangers-Diamondbacks World Series. I'm excited. I mean... I mean, Philly, I guess, is somewhat of a big market, but obviously not one of probably like the top five to six biggest. And Arizona, I mean, they haven't really been relevant since Luis Gonzalez hit the blooper over shortstop Jeter to win the World Series. So I'm excited. It's going to – oh, wait, Rangers. Jesus Christ, why am I talking to Phillies, guys? I am losing my brain. Well, I, um, I, th- I thought you were going somewhere with yeah. like the media markets. No, and I'm just like, like losing Philadelphia. My head right now. Texas, Philadelphia Jesus. is a big one. Arizona um, is mad. Dallas, Texas, I mean, Dallas, Texas. Fort Worth. Even that's a big Dallas media market. Isn't that big of a, Texas isn't that big Not of a baseball. baseball market. No. No. Um, so two smaller, smallish, I guess, areas of markets. So not something you're used to. I can only imagine the MLB is just pissed. Oh, and Fox has to be just pissed too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I just well, take. I, 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 I'm gonna root for the Rangers just for this sheer fact they're in the American League. Um, sure. And also, you know, they've been there, they've done that. Their organization hasn't won one ever, I don't think. Um, nope. and it'd be kind of cool to see Bruce Bochy get another one, get a fourth. Um. So I, I just, uh, but it's not going to bother me who wins. I just think it's kind of cool that it's two teams since they added that extra two playoff spots that are in. Because, you know, Texas was the, was the five. And if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, the D-backs were the six. Um, Sounds right. Yeah. In the National League. So I think it's kind of cool that the MLB, they're like, hey, let's expand the playoffs, get more teams in there, get, get a little more buzz going around the league. And look at that. You got a World Series matchup with – um, two teams that wouldn't have made it three years ago. When I say made it, what do you make the playoffs? Right. They uh, well, both two years ago they both lost over a hundred games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, so, well, do, also it's uh, kind of crazy for just sorry to interrupt here, but for Texas's sake, in June they drafted that kid out of Florida with the fourth pick, and now they're going to the World Series in the same year. You know, I'm going Not, to Diamondbacks. Okay. I'm taking Diamondbacks. Um, How many games? Six. They're going to win it on the road. Uh, I'm only saying that because Texas, I guess, they beat the Rangers three times on the road. Or is it four? Did they win all four? The Astros four times. The Astros sucked at home all year. They were three games under 500. Diamondbacks went on the road and won three times, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Phillies were 17 Mm -hmm. games over 500 at home. So like that's Damn. pretty goddamn impressive. That's I think that's the second best home record in the MLB. But uh, they went in there and they shut them up. They, and that crowd's ruthless. Some of the worst in the in the country. So yeah, I'm going pretty much for that reason. I'll, I'll take the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks and six. I will say, I'm gonna you know this one. I I've battled back and forth. I've been to both states. They're both wonderful states. But when it comes down to it. I've been to the well. I've been to the old Rangers Stadium. I've been outside of the uh, Diamondbacks ballpark, but I've been inside the old Rangers ballpark, and I'm gonna go go with the Texas Rangers because it's just gonna be a trend of the Rangers are gonna win the World Series in 
I'll say six games. I think they just have too much firepower offensively where it's just they just will lean and lean and lean and just never seem to give up. And then eventually they're going to – you can keep them down for as long as you want, but eventually they're going to f- come out and just hit hit the, the laces off the ball like they did in game six and game seven. And it's just going to be starting a trend. The Rangers are going to win the World Series. The Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. So that's why I'm picking the Rangers to win in six games. Doesn't seem homerish, but it's fine. Well, Arizona starts to start to <laughs> celebrate because Dylan predicted predicted yeah. the Rangers. And yep. uh, congratulations, Phil- why even play? Philadelphia, uh, you might as well oh, get God, your hat and t-shirt doing? out for the it's NFC East title. You're gonna yeah, let's all let's all run away. He's gonna. He's probably going to pull out some stupid cowboy shirt. No, he's probably going to get his Rangers hat from when he went there. Oh, yeah, from when he went there a couple years ago. What That's a loser. right. This bum. Then he has Tom Tom Brady sitting back there. He's probably pedestal. a picture of Tom kissing his kid. Which probably is, does. Uh, Dwight Howard-esque. Yeah, very Dwight Howard-esque. <laughs> <laughs> a man? Come on, Dwight. <laughs> Admitted uh, to having... Some sort a consensual of relationship with a oh. what? And then Unreal. forcing forcing another we were just guy to watching join. Him. Have you seen that new show on Fox, uh, Special Forces? I've seen they previous, get, but like, I haven't seen the show. They, no. Yeah, they get the celebrities and everything. He was on the first season and actually made it to like the final four. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. So like God. that was as soon as I saw his name, I'm like, wow! I just saw him like being a Navy SEAL. <laughs> well. What can I say? Don't ask, don't tell for the special forces. What did they, he was, they were like running through the desert trying to hide. And, and okay. all of a sudden the guy's like, how does he hide in the desert? He's like six eleven. <laughs> he's six, eight, seven feet tall. <laughs> Ugh, I had good. a ranger's hat I was going to pull out, but I couldn't I told find you. it. Hey, yeah, you called it. Called it. <laughs> Could not find it. Also doesn't help that I'm short and couldn't see over the top. So I'll have, maybe I'll find it at some point down the line, but do you need a stool in your room? A step stool? Uh, I might, I, I have an extra chair. I could have used that, but yeah. <laughs> Ethan, then we just hear the chair break. Cause Dylan's fat ass broke it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know that wouldn't be the issue. Cause I had to change a light bulb earlier and I was using it for that. So uh, we're good there. Unless... Nope. Did not, did not do that. Uh, I'm not, I mean, screwing in a light bulb and you electrocute yourself. You got to be pretty, pretty stupid. It takes a special type of stupid to do that type of thing. But uh, Grant, I did not hear, who did did you? you Unscrew it with the lights on? No. I mean, that's how stupid you have to be to do it. It's not that hard. Turn the lights off and take it out. I prefer to live on the edge. Of course you do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Just ground yourself. You'll be fine. It's yeah. only a flesh wound. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah. So Grant, who did you pick to uh who did you well, pick to I'm win? Re- I, I didn't make a prediction yet, but like I said, I'll root for the Rangers because then they're then they're in the American League. I'll go Rangers and seven. Rangers and seven, okay. all right. Do they start our that predictions? Sure to go wrong. Right, it's right probably gonna be one right, of the right teams right. in five. So also, back, to, thing, dude, uh, back to back f- to Chase Field holds fifty thousand fans. That's not even counting all the people in the pool. That's crazy. I didn't. I was like, holy shit. I couldn't understand it's it. When huge. CBS, Brian Anderson kept saying that. Oh, yeah, 50,000 strong here in the desert. What? I got one more prediction. Corbin Carroll, uh, World Series MVP. MVP. 
Yep. Fair. Okay. All right. Well, back to back to football. We'll go um, week eight in the NFL. Our NFL game of the week. Now, did is it uh, Grant? Is it you again? Yeah, I believe it is no, you again. No, because no, no, you... no. I went first for the college, so no, it's you, Dylan. Because I oh, took for, I right. took Virginia. Okay. Ethan yep. called me yep. a sandbag and son of a bitch. Yep, you're right. You you took the Gophers. I went on that tangent about that um, that one team. Uh, so it's your turn. Iowa is their name. No, can't say it. <laughs> too right. too complicated for this for this uneducated man here. He can't is an say idiot it. Out walking around, he finally admits it. <laughs> So my NFL Week 8 game of the week is the Bengals at the 49ers. Now, the Bengals coming off a bye week. Uh, going into the bye, they've got gotten 2-3-3. Three, and three. They have to keep pace with the rest of the NFC, the AFC North with the Browns 4-2. and two. The Ravens, I believe, are 5-2. and two. Steelers five and two. are 4-2. and 4-2 two. and two as well. Um, Bengals need this one to keep pace. And... Um, you know, we're really going to see how healthy Joe Burrow is going up against a a strong 49ers pass rush who did not play well on Monday night. Um, are there, I expect them to come out with an edge and really get after it. We're going to also see it's a great test for the uh, Bengals offensive line who have not who have also not played well this year. I think Joe Mixon is going to be an X factor for this game. I think they need to find some semb- Cincinnati that is needs to find some semblance of a run game to take the pressure off of Burrow. Because if you get into a drop back pass game against the 49ers and Joe Burrow with a bad leg, it's not going to end well for Cincinnati. Well, and you know, what's interesting. I heard today, guys, Brock Purdy is currently in concussion protocol. He is. If he, he can't is. go, it's the Sam Darnold show. There's worse backups. There's worse backups, but uh, there is something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Especially if Debo and Trent are still out. I think they said Debo is one to two weeks, so he'll be iffy. Close. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is the Niners have their bye week after this week, I believe. So it makes sense to sit him. If Debo's on the fence, do they maybe say, eh, we're going to wait it out? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, Dylan, your point. The Bengals' O-line minus uh, Orlando Brown Jr. this year has been, um, in the words of Aaron Rodgers, full of bums. (laughs) <laughs> and against against that pass rush in that home stadium after two weeks on the road. Oof. But the Bengals did just have their bye, too, so who knows? Maybe Joe's calf is feeling better. Could be. Could be. So, um, Ethan, um, what, is your, uh, what is your week eight game of the week? We're going to the frozen tundra. We're going to Lambeau, Vikings-Packers. Um, you have to. This is always a big one. doesn't matter how good they are. Um I think it's a good chance for the Vikings to get back to 500. Uh, Jordan Love struggled. He's kind of looked like shit the last two weeks for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, Packers defense is solid, but if the Vikings O-line comes and plays like they did, they continue this momentum, they're going to be fine. They're, they're probably going to win this game by at least a score. I don't think it'll be a one-score game, actually. But, uh, yeah, I like the Vikings in this game. I don't think the Packers O-line is going to be good enough to pick up all these exotic blitzes, let alone Jordan Love figuring out where they're coming from. Uh, the defense has been playing a lot better, and I think that continues. So two two fun facts for you. Um, one, Alec is going to be at this game on Sunday. All right, nice. Ooh. Um, for free. Nice. Hel- helps to uh, helps to know people in the construction industry who are 
contractors based out of Wisconsin and want to take you out for a good time. So uh, he'll, he'll be there. And then also, um, other fun fact for you here. Before last week's game, I saw the two best tackles in the NFL, according to PFF, for whatever yeah. that's worth, were Brian O'Neill and Christian Derrissaw. Mm-hmm. Derrissaw proved it. Oof. And they proved it on Monday. Yeah. So, Made um, it's kind of just in- interesting. Something interesting to look at there. Um, but I'm not going to lie, guys. These, week, these games this week, they kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Um, you Both of y'all took the two of the three I already had. Uh, let me um, guess. Steelers Jaguars was your third one. No, it was not. Oh, An- okay. Another pen- another pen- another Pennsylvania team who's playing a team they played only two three weeks ago, and it was an overtime thriller. I'm going Eagles Commanders. Hmm. Oh. Um, I, I want to see how the Eagles rebound after an emotional week where they brought it to the Dolphins. They got to um, go on the road. They got to go to Washington. The Commanders they need to bounce back. If not, it's about to implode. There, it's a rivalry game. These teams don't like each other. AJ Brown and Emmanuel Forbes are still talking trash. Um, from 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 their last game, can the Eagles get to seven and one, and bury bury the Commanders? Can the Commanders play them tough? Like I said, I think it's the second time in four weeks they're playing. Um, and again, the Eagles just coming off an emotional game where Nick Sirianni the whole week told the Eagles, "Hey, take it to the Dolphins, bring the fight to them." Make them feel your pads. Can they do it two weeks in a row with a division game against a good front four who's sick of losing? Jonathan Allen said he's sick of this shit. Um, we'll see. So I got Eagles Commanders. All right. And then uh, we, so we'll stick with you, Grant. Who do you have for your uh, your college football week nine game of the week? You know, Ethan, I think I'm going to maybe throw you a little bone here. There's okay. one game I'm going to pick. But I'm not going to pick them because you've been on them to start the year. There's another game I'm going to pick because I've been on this team since last year. I'm going Oregon, Utah. Right, that was on the list. I, I figured it was, but there's another game on the list that I'm going to let you have. I, I think I, think I hope I'm right. talking about, and I'm probably uh-huh. going to pick it. Uh, so I, again, I'm going <laughs> Oregon, Utah. Two teams who are still in the Pac-12 title race. Oregon, I still think, is in a college football playoff um, conversation. Oregon, they got to go on the road again. Utah coming off a good win last week on the road at USC. Looks like they're not going to have Cam Rising this year, but in the words of Kyle Whittingham, we got to pick Farmer as our quarterback, and we love him. Um, it's always tough to play in Salt Lake City when you're in the mountains there. Um, and, you know, Utah, they've already played UCLA this year. Um, they've they played Oregon State. They played a gauntlet. They, they played Baylor. They've played Florida. They still got to play Washington, and they they just beat USC. I mean, they, Utah's got a tough schedule, and if they can win this game, um, I think they got an inside track at going back to the Pac-12 title game for the third year in a row. And can Dan Lanning, can Dan Lanning, get over these ghosts of going forward on fourth and down and and causing his team to lose games? So, we'll find out Saturday at two thirty. But I'm going Oregon, Utah. Did you see the play last week? It was a screen to Bucky Irving, and one of the was it Washington State. One of their defenders had no idea what was going on. Like literally, like mm-hmm. looking around, like he was concussed. Just absolutely. Yes. If you haven't seen it, oh my god, this dude got hit so hard he didn't even know what was going on. It was probably the coolest and worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And also on that note, I was going to say Oregon. They just came off beating a good Washington State team yeah, by two, team. two by yeah. two possessions. Yeah. 
after, you know, you probably let that Washington game slip. So I'm excited for this one. This is the game I'm going to watch Saturday afternoon. Uh, so Oregon, Utah. All right. Let's see if Grant guessed it right. Um, I'm going Oklahoma, Kansas. I don't know. If let's that, go, yeah, baby. Was the one. Let's go. Um, Oklahoma coming off a game where they looked very vulnerable versus a not great UCF team. Had to survive a late two-point conversion, try to, to seal the win. But Kansas coming off the big loss at Oklahoma State, lost by seven, played them tough. I still don't know when their quarterback is going to come. Uh, their starter's back. I have no idea. I mean, I'm pretty sure their backup, if I remember right, through for – God, what was it? It was an absolutely stupid number. Uh, 436 maybe I think it said last week. I got to verify that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it said. So when your backup's throwing for that much, like – that's decent. I guess it was two weeks ago because they did, they had an off week this week. So let's see here. I think it was 436. 410. 410 versus That's Oklahoma still State. pretty damn good. So, this is going to be a shootout. Um, I think that quarterback just had to get his feet wet a little bit versus Texas, the backup, and now he's hopefully going to come back, turn around, and knock off uh, Oklahoma at home. Well, so guys, did you see Kansas is like number one in the country this year in yards per play? They're stupid. They're yeah. averaging, I think it's like 7.6 yards a play. They might have averaged more per catch than uh, than the Colts. No, the Col- they, were at, they were at 17.8. So they were 23 only. catches for, I guess, 23 completions for a 410. Only, tw- only 17? Yeah. Need to They're bump 20, those numbers up. Those are rookie 10. numbers. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, and they haven't even missed a beat without... Um, McDaniel's McDaniel. that quarterback either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my my uh my college game of the week. I had both of those down, and I'm gonna go down to the SEC. We're going to Jacksonville, where they have the world's Ooh. largest outdoor cocktail party. Georgia. Florida versus Georgia. Um, now, Florida, Florida. I don't know if Billy Napier is the answer, but outside of the Utah game, they have looked very. They've played really well this this year. Graham Mertz mm-hmm. has been playing extreme. He looks incredible. And we're going to see what Georgia looks like, what Carson Beck looks like with Art, without, without Blake, without, or yeah, Brock, Brock Bowers. A lot of bees. Yeah, that's a big one. And, um, you know, Georgia looks really good, has looked really good at home, at home this year. But when they get out, out on the road, outside of their own environment, where things get a little bit uncomfortable. They have shown some signs of weakness. They struggled at Auburn. Um, they struggled at whoever they played the week before. Um, but and, th- and this is a game that it's going to be wild. It's crazy. It is a huge drunk fest. You're going to see some great videos come out of this po- after the game, or even before. You never know how the Florida, when Florida and Georgia meets, but Oh, I think Dylan, this game is going. This game have, is going to be closer than what people are thinking. I think people are writing Florida off and not giving them a shot. I do think Florida makes keeps this a game at least into the fourth quarter. Do they get to fourteen and a half? Florida? I believe right now. I believe it is fourteen and a half. I guess I'm asking you, Dylan. Hypothetically speaking, are you going to take Florida at the fourteen and a half? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I think I, I, I do take Florida. Let's see here. This is one. Um, Where is the? Uh, yeah, 14 and a half right now is Georgia's favored. 
So, so yeah, I I do think uh, Florida covers the 14 and a half. And that wraps up our preview preview edition of the podcast here. And we're going to kick it over to Ethan, who is jumping up and down and staring from a distance into the, I, uh, into the computer. Right Hannah's about ready to throw something at me, so just let it be known. Domestic, as, as, as long as it's not a, a a pan, I think you're fine. It was a sweatshirt, but you never know what could be in it. You probably True. had it coming. No, I didn't. I went and petted Boone, and she got mad I didn't pet her, too. But, well, because let's be honest here. Eth- Hannah does play third wheel in her own apartment. <laughs> it's on the record. I had to say it. I've seen it enough. <laughs> you're welcome. Yep. <laughs> but uh, curveball. Dylan, uh, it, it, honestly... Oh, so Ethan, sorry to interrupt. It is You're it fine. is honestly it is honestly pathetic. Um he's to watch Ethan and Ethan and his dog. I mean you'd think he splits half the rent and Hannah's living there for free with the amount of attention that dog gets. He's pretty spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Hannah's here though. Boone doesn't bring in a whole lot of income. Um Yes. But uh no, so we went to Culver's tonight, and we ordered online on, through the phone, through the app, mm. and you would think it would be good. Like, you know, you get there, you pull up, you say you're here, they bring it out. We waited 12 minutes, 12, Ugh. to get our food. And I had to, I had to literally yell at a, one of their, their people, team members, I guess. I don't know if they call them, but uh, to, to ask about our food. And then she came out four minutes after that. So we sat there for almost – Probably 17 minutes waiting for our food we ordered on our phone while we're watching people that have ordered their food after us get theirs. But oh, my question, uh, what was the worst experience you've had at a restaurant? Fast food doesn't matter. You know, I got I got something, Ethan, right along those lines mm. where you order online and um, it's just an absolute disaster and shit show. I was I was coming back from from Florida, uh, visiting someone we shall not be named because she's a nasty person. Yeah, fuck her. Uh, oh, <laughs> a real bitch, just yeah. a bitch. Um, yep. Hope she got eaten uh, by a gator. I kind of hope so. Pushed <laughs> pushed in pushed in the ocean. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm driving home. Naturally, what I'm going to do? I'm going to get Chipotle. Type in on the app, uh, pick up. I'll be there in about 20 minutes. So I get there at, let's say 4:30. I walk in, and it's the St. Louis Park location. And I kid you not, there's got to be 50 people in this waiting room waiting for their food to come. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a disaster. And you look at the to-go um, shelf. There's nothing on there. They don't have anything made. And then this one gal next to me, she's sitting down, and she goes, my pickup was supposed to be at 3 o'clock, and I don't have my food yet. And I'm like – an hour and a half and you're still here. Oh. So I, I was like, all right, fine. I'll wait. Maybe something happened. I look on my phone. I got the email. Hey, your order's been sent. St. Louis Park. Um, come get your stuff. Yada, yada, yada. The worst. Chipotle the worst ever. Chipotle of all time. Like all time. I'm, I'm surprised that place hasn't closed yet. So it comes to like four. I get to like four fifty. I'm there for 20 minutes. And an order comes out for someone guys who their order time was to pick up at three ten. So naturally I'm like, there's not even, there's no point in talking to a manager or doing something online to complain. 
So I just picked up and I left. I said, you know what? I'll eat the 10, 11 bucks at the time, whatever it was. I, I can't do this anymore. I got, Probably I got to go. Now. Yeah. I, I just, I said, this isn't worth it. Um, so yeah, I get there and they were like an hour and a half behind and they had three people working. Oh, geez. Oh, it was a disaster. Do you have one Dylan That's... or do you want me to go? Um, the I'm Burger King bathroom doesn't count. That was someone else's wrongdoing, not the team members. <laughs> that, that, that has, oh that, has no, that was, that was, uh, that one had nothing. That wasn't no, there was no fast food service there. That was, uh, that's a story <laughs> that we will not share. Um, well, it closed now, so. <laughs> but yeah, it which is, is closed a shame. now. Which is a shame. Not two un- unrelated, unrelated events of why there's no, no, no uh, relation to why, what, what, what was done there that was, uh, why it was closed. Oh, great. Um, and, uh, but no, I'm trying to think. So DoorDash, this is actually just recently is I'm going to, uh, get DoorDash on a Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember the day. It doesn't matter. And anyways, I, I got Arby's cause there's not much in, in Dickinson for restaurants. It was like, you know what? I haven't had Arby's in a while. You know, I have, have a good beef and cheddar and, uh, get it. And I'm waiting for it to come. I think I got, I can't remember what else I got, and a chocolate shake. So, you know, you get the notification dings that it's on its way, it's coming, you can see it's approaching to your door. So I'm kind of hanging out watching football, and all of a sudden, and that's, this is also the problem, is, is they don't ring the doorbell anymore. They just put your food down, take a picture, and leave. So you don't know if you actually get it or not. And the first part is, they, instead of putting it the food on the side, they put it directly in front of the door where you can't open the door. Perfect. And then I get it. And and I so I finally get the door. I actually no. I what I had to do is I had to go out through my garage and then go grab it. And then I look and I'm like, this is a Coke. I didn't order a Coke, I ordered a chocolate shake. <laughs> So I call the guy and I'm like, Hey man, this is not my order. And they're like, Oh, I'm like, I I have what I ordered and this is not it. And he's like, Oh, well I can go back. And then like the guy files a claim or something. And they're like, well, so we really can't do it. I was like, what do you mean? You can't do anything. Like you guys screwed this up. Like I, this is what I ordered. You brought what you brought. You didn't bring your dad. My the dasher did not double check, which he should be doing. Is oh, making sure everything matches up. But details do not matter anymore in this society. And now I just sound like a boomer and like I almost had to, like you need the tone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I finally was like, no, I'm not paying for this. You guys need to be crediting me back or getting me new my the correct food I wanted, and kept going back and forth with this lady and she finally i don't know if she just she threw the white flag eventually and got me what i wanted but that's one that really sticks out in my mind as far as that how that goes uh mine goes back to iowa uh this is before hy-vee had Wahlburgers. they just had their hy-vee breakfast diner whatever you want to call it little restaurant in there had a great buffet by the way their tacos unreal um 
But we were uh, we were there with one of the foster kids we had at the time, and the wait- waitress is bringing all our food over, everything, and you know, like the syrup dispensers, you hold the button down and it kind of you just kind of grab it, and you it's like a little cup thing. Um, probably about ten ounces, I'd say, of syrup in there. All of a sudden, she has it on the tray. Tray starts falling, falling, falling. As it's falling, the cover to said syrup falls off. The girl had had about 10 to 12 ounces of syrup all over her head. Oh, no. Hair gel is sticky and hard to get out of your hair. Try syrup. Like maple syrup or what type of syrup? syrup. Maple syrup. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, Oh, God. Well, I thought we were going to shave her head. I legitimately did. Oh, what do you, how do you, how do you get that out? What do you, what do you do? I don't know what my mom did. I, whether it was some sort of special shampoo or what, or just a shit ton of water. I have no idea. Oh my God. Just a poor girl. Disgusting. That's awful. It was one of the worst and best things I think I've ever seen. It was the same what day. Whatever, there's video of that out there somewhere. It was the same day. No, that was actually never mind. That was another day. Nope. At the same restaurant, I made Joe try like uh, red chili flakes that you put on your pizza. Oh, no. He uh-huh. puked on the table. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's just soft. Oh, he just got to get tougher. He does. He's gotten a little tougher now. Can't handle right. any spice. Nope. Oh, that reminds me, guys. There's another, another Chipotle story here. You're going to love this. I can't remember where I was at, but I, I, you know, ordered something on the app and they were going to put it on the to-go shelf. So I walk in there and I'm looking on the shelf, Castor Grant, Castor Grant, Castor Grant, uh, nothing there. All right. Pull up, pull up my email, make sure that I sent it to the right one. Okay. Yep. I'm at the right store. Yep. Your order was placed. Okay. Um, the guy goes, Hey, you know, can I help you with anything? I said, yeah, I, you know, place an order to be picked up at, I don't know, one o'clock and it's not here. And he goes, oh, what's the name? You know, I told him, oh, Grant Caster. So he goes to the computer. He looks it up. He turns around and he goes to his boss. Hey, someone stole another meal. That's amazing. <laughs> but that happens a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's the way he said it. He just goes like, Jesus, it, it happened again. Because, you know, they Was just this put the, it. the crystal one? Brooklyn Center. So. Oh, yeah. Totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Enough said. We don't we don't got to get any, oh, any more than that. More so, so that's a that's a good way to wrap up the show here. We'll have the segments out on Friday. Um, check us out on all of our socials. Have the my 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 bets for the week on uh, Instagram or on TikTok and YouTube. Don't lose money. So get on it. Yep. Yep. I am actually I am above 500 for the year right Whoa. now. I am. Uh, how much yeah, money? I, How much after, money? after a rough, after a rough start to the, uh, after a rough start to the year, I I've found my I've battled my way up. I am twenty and nineteen in the NFL picks, and twenty two nineteen and two in the NCAA. So overall, forty two thirty eight and two. I don't know. Oh, Hard to on. say. I don't count. It's not about money. So you haven't made any. Because if you made money, you'd know. About money. Well, it's pretty yeah, pretty much even. So. I just give out I give out bets, and if you uh, if you follow the bets, you're gonna win some money. So that's what uh, that's what matters. So um, thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.